Jesse Owens, Jackie Robinson, Muhammad Ali, Bill Russell, Jim Brown, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Arthur Ashe, all pioneers in their own sports. Welcome back to the Fanatic Islanders, your home in sports and sports entertainment. We here another good Saturday, another good day to talk about sports. Black History Month, baby. Let's, you know what it is. Yeah. Let's just ride on. Black power. And we're canceled. <laughs> 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 Who are these people? <laughs> but how y'all been? Um, what's new? Uh, it's been good, man. Today is officially, well, not today, but this month is the official start of the 2023 year because we all know January is a trial year in and of itself. So yeah. Everybody yeah, welcome. Mm-hmm. Nope. Everybody welcome. <laughs> everybody Actually, welcome. No, no, no. April, April is the start. Yeah. I mean, if we're going by the seasons, yeah, but hey, everybody officially welcome to 2023. Yeah, and you start off the air with Black History Month, February. Mm-hmm. So, fair enough. I'm good, man. I'm just here relaxing over here. I got my feet in this at this point, bro. Like, I, you know? No, you, my, I had to make sure my feet are out. No, I mean, like, you don't even. Whatever. Whatever. All right. So, without further ado, um, random sports fact. Um, it's, one, it's about one of the men that I've um, name dropped at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. In 1935, Jesse Owens broke three world records. And tied another in 45 minutes. Owens broke the world records for the 220-yard dash, the 220-yard low hurdles, and the running broad jump, and equaled the world record for the 100-yard dash, all in 45 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been your random sports fact of the week. (laughs) Greatness. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But... What what could you say? Yeah, yeah. So it's nineteen thirty-five, but like they try to set him up by like forty-five, 45 minutes. minutes. It's almost like they wanted him to <laughs> at some point collapse. Yeah, man. This is no. The man was just going from event to event. I know. Yeah, bro. Like you only see stuff like that in high school. Like when you <laughs> <laughs> like when you have to run like the two hundred, but at the same time you have to throw javelin for like your house, and then right after that you have to run like the four by four, but at the same time you're supposed to be long jumping. Exactly. And you, you know, still break a world record every time. That is. <laughs> Wasn't that much people in the world either at that time? <laughs> I guess. <not. laughs> but he's still doing it though. <laughs> Wait, that's great. That's crazy, though. That was, that's that's, that's extreme, extremely crazy. Uh, that was only like, <laughs> to be fair, that would be hundred years com- ago, compared to now. That, yeah. is okay. a, that is a small okay. school sports day versus, you know, the 8 billion people. We fair have. enough. Oh, fair I enough. I don't know. But um, sports rant. I was thinking about my sports rant for a bit. Um, one thing came to mind. I don't know if this is appropriate for this episode, seeing as how Prince is ill. Uh-oh. But... What are we saying? Um, teams just need... Like, not teams. The media personnel just need to stop disrespecting the Philadelphia Eagles. The The team has been on fire all season. <laughs> it's... Like, the team has been de facto number one from... The jump. Yeah. Like, the Lions game was a little bit shaky. 
granted okay it is what it is. but as the weeks rolled by dean was like oh no it's, oh, the, it's, not, it's not them it's, it isn't Jalen Hurts you could put Gardner Minshew in there saying hey, it works they put Gardner Minshew there nothing didn't work Cowboys fans was like oh y'all beat us and we didn't have a backup quarterback okay but okay y'all okay, went okay. ahead and beat I, I a backup quarterback right right don't when you we need to pre we need to preface what we define as Cowboys fans when he says Cowboys fans he means the general obnoxious fan that makes noise and doesn't understand the purity of the game the, fair enough the the, enough. the type of fan that would survive a nuclear event yeah, the Roaches. We, okay. uh, I, I, I'm a Cowboys fan. We have Roaches as fans as well. That's fine. It is what it is. Yeah, but um, even even up to even up to now, right? Like going in underdogs against the Giants, underdogs against the 49ers, underdogs against the Chiefs. Right? Mm. It's just like the team has done everything that you've asked of them to do, and they're still not getting that credit. I mean. They'll show you, I guess. Well, I guess we'll know about this time this this episode is aired, but it, at some point, just the disrespect has to stop, right? I know you're trying to put bread on your table, um, media, media, ants, whatever you want to call yourselves. Gotta find something to reach <laughs> out. You gotta pull out of the the ether, like. But come on, it it, it gotta be it gotta be something else, right? Like so much. Big media personnel has been um, spurting foolishness. Y'all gotta stop. I mean, like Greg said on the sign bottle, they only coming to make money, bro. Talking about it, but Philly makes money, bro. Any Philly sports team. I mean, first and foremost, it is Philly. So that's no no offense to Philadelphia. Like, it's it's a great city, but the way the media or the sports fans themselves act, is gonna come with the territories, and you gotta remember, Mahomes is supposed to be, you know, the golden boy moving forward for the NFL. So any team against Mahomes, let's is, be real, they treat him like Jesus. They do, but Romo after the fact, no, when Jesus was alive, you know, y'all was treating Jesus Don't. dirty. <laughs> 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 but that's just that was just y'all treated Jalen Hurts like Jesus when he was alive. It's but true. That that was just on my mental. I had to like get that off my chest. Um. I had to, you know, I had to get that off my chest. It, was, it that was something that bugged me, like you know, going like from early on in the season. But I had to like get it. I I feel like that's the true definition yeah. of a, of a rant. If you wasn't gonna say it, I was gonna say it too. Fair but, enough. You guys fans just can't win. That's my is. that's my rant. That's my <laughs> rant. I don't know. That's my rant. I don't I don't know what else you want me to say. <laughs> it's what it is. No, that's fine though. But I mean, I mean, since we're talking about football, it's it's, it's great that during Black History Month. We finally, you know, going from the whole, oh, he's a black quarterback. We don't know if he can handle the mental of the game. Oh, he's a black quarterback. The only thing he can do is run and maybe throw far to now having two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl with almost two completely contrasting play styles. So it shows that, hey, we've we've come a long way. We can do everything. We we can do anything they ask us to do because you have both, like, styles, like, present in one game. You know what I mean? Agreed. And even going off that is like, it's not that, that we didn't have good black quarterbacks in the past either because we had the Doug Williams. First black quarterback win the Super Bowl. Got the Warren Moons, the Randall Cunningham's. Ooh, the Randall Cunningham's. Seriously, man. He paved the way for Vic and the 
rub them on everybody else, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, Another ego. You know, I can take that exactly. too. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta claim them now. Come on now. So I mean, like, I, I don't even know where that stigma came from in a way. Like, I guess it was saying that black football players was smart enough to play quarterback, which was weird in, in itself. Just too athletic. it's it's almost like you're too good you're too good even the words wow you're too good of an athlete Mm. to be a quarterback play receiver yeah play receiver what did they try to do with Lamar coming out of the draft yeah they actually wanted that man to play receiver that is that is that is really disrespectful yeah that's crazy that is actually disrespectful you would have been a good receiver too though that's not the point. <laughs> that ain't the point. <laughs> That's not the point. I mean, in the Super Bowl, Nick Foles could be a good receiver. We've seen don't, that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Do not do that. So, come on, man. So, you're what saying any saying? lineman that gets us a touchdown in the red zone is a good receiver at that point. So, Mike Vrabel wasn't a good receiver? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but Mike Vrabel. You see what they say? <laughs> All they said is respect the people, man. They, the quarterbacks was always there. So, you know. Give them what they deserve. They need their respect. Pay that. Pay Lamar. Sorry, I had to say it. But yeah, like you said, contrasting play styles. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. He can make the throws. People thought coming out of college that this man wasn't even going to ever start. He's just going to be a backup. Whatever. That's just going to be his story. And I think that's why a lot of people. Still mad at the Eagles because they're like, okay, well, how is this boy succeeding? He's not supposed to be here with Mahomes. It's like, Mahomes. Yeah, it's like, and even what Dan Olofsky said, he's like, Joe Burrow is the better quarterback, but Mahomes is the better football player. What does that mean? Ooh. What does that mean? That is, <laughs> what that does is, that, that mean? Is it, 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 no, but I think that's that's the, I think that's the heart of the debate, and I think that's the the issue with um that people had with black quarterbacks in the past and they probably still have today is like you want to they put so much um earnest or so much emphasis on the mental aspects like you have the Peyton Mannings and the Brady's like making all the checks like you can tell that they are good quarterbacks because of what they do mentally and not what they do physically mm. and I think people have a hard time realizing that they are not mutually exclusive yeah because that's essentially him saying that Patrick Mahomes is a better athlete, like just flat out athlete, but Joe Burrow is a better cerebral assassin. Yeah. Granted, yeah. Joe Burrow makes some amazing, he makes some amazing dimes. Mm-hmm. But then you see Patrick Mahomes just do something that's just not natural. Very uh, true. You can't, you can't quantify it. And I think that's the problem. I think, I think when, that's his reasoning as well. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's hard to quantify what, Black people in general have been able to do across different sports, different yeah. genres, their longevity, their longevity, and the way they impact their specific sports. And I think that's where you run into the biggest issue. Like, if you don't know how to put somebody in a box, then they're the anomaly. And if they're the anomaly, then it's just like, okay, this won't happen again, so it can't be replicated. Yeah. If it can't be replicated, then this is a one-off. And if this is a one-off, then everyone else that comes behind you that looks like you we can't necessarily Clean give you a fair you shot as, because yeah. you're not that freak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is is fair enough. Is, is is the curse of genetic greatness. Oh, I might get canceled for that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what are you saying, yeah, Prince? <laughs> what is he saying? Whoa. I'm not talking for the rest of the episode. 
And he's all going to get out. Man, Prince, Prince, ready to do counseling statements. <laughs> but <laughs> well, we know it was coming. You know, this is serious mud radio. So you know. But it's just, it's just. <laughs> I mean, it's just not funny. It's not haha funny, but it's like it's so interesting to see how the narrative like changes, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, now the narrative is hey, is you have two first time history, you have two black quarterbacks in NFL history in the Super Bowl, but you could ask probably a lot of people and they they could probably say that well Mahomes was whitewashed. Right? Because he doesn't have the yes, he is a black quarterback by genetics, but he doesn't have the stereotype. Look. Yeah, he doesn't have the stereotype. So Mahomes is treated better than some of the Lamar's, the the Jalen, the RG three, the typical um, African American quarterback. But even Jalen Hurts wasn't up the stereotype. I mean, he comes from a good family. He was a coach as a dad. I know, but that's just how well. that's just how it's seen. So think- it's never seen as in well, he like like same thing we was talking about in the future episode in the future sandbar episode, um, coming out next week. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, we was talking about like tropes tropes mm. right it doesn't it doesn't make a good narrative mm. right so he, he they don't want to hear oh he he played for his dad his dad was his coach um he was he showed leadership skills from then they just want to hear well um he got benched alabama had the transfer that's all they want to hear for real yeah they it because <laughs> there's the, no narrative there's no negative narrative to sell i think this is one of the first times it's really any negative narratives to sell they just they have to find something to to latch on to like lamar's like i can't tell you lamar's background i can't tell you nothing negative about him all i can tell you is out of the draft they wanted him to play receiver because he was an athletic specimen yeah exactly so it's not like nothing to do with his background it's more or less hey you know that's you do you you don't have you don't have that right you don't have that you don't it's so much different it's just it's just treated differently. I mean, like most was whitewashed, but I feel like it's 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 in a way they, um, I guess reversing it in a sense. I don't know, like like you see the whole like you see anything you say with the with Joe Burrow and Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, if he start winning too much, you know, then it, <laughs> it's like whole, it's completely yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's 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 just it's hard though. Like I say, it 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 almost all boils down to the the stress of success, like. Even if we look at, um, it's, it's hilarious. You have dudes like Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald who have been documented that every time they decide to play without sleeves, they get drug tested. Yeah. You have Ja Morant, like when he starts like going on his, from time to time, no one knows what's wrong with this dude. He just goes on post sprees. Like that's is what, that's he, what does. he wants to do. That's what he does. He goes on post sprees. <laughs> And whenever his post experience happens, he starts to get, you know, drug random, randomized drug testing. So yeah. it's like whenever you start to show your prowess outside of, let's say, expected norms, it's like mm-hmm. something something has to be up. And as you as an athlete, like the trailblazers that we would have spoken about before, there weren't people like them there. Even we talk about Pele from... A previous episode and how he kind of revolutionized the sport of soccer. I'm sure if he were playing today at the standard that he did back in the day, 
they would be questioning him and there'd be everything in the book around him because yeah, there's, sure. there's just no precedence for the, the greatness that this. they can exude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's hard. I'm not going to get canceled. I'm not going to say it. But I mean... <laughs> you, you ready to get canceled like twice? You might as well. Ain't no... Not, this, this video still be playing But do y'all feel like... Because even with the pioneers, they, they in a way spoke about the issues that are going on around them. So like, even with them, they were like examples for people currently. So it would be like, okay, you got the pioneers, then you have John Moran speaking out recently. You have LeBron who always speaking out. You have other people who always speak out. But then you have Jordan who rarely spoke out, but revolutionized. Yes, he revolutionized the entire game, so everybody always loved him. Like you don't really hear much about people saying, "Oh, he's a freak. He needs to be drug tested." All that. It's more of a love thing because maybe he was quiet about everything, and Jesse just went about his business and did what he had to do. And you feel like that's a fair assessment of him. He made it more global, so it's like, oh, of course, Jordan, we love him. Well, I feel like it's different um, strokes for different folks, right? Um, global is in America. Mm-hmm. Right, so but a lot America of love him doodle. I know America loves him, but a lot of these um, things develop are developed in America. Mm-hmm. So outside of America, things are looked at differently. Yeah, but everyone isn't going to be that guy who wants to speak out. Everyone isn't going to be that. I agree. Person, and they shouldn't be pressured into doing that. A no, lot of people, are, you know, pressured into that. Like, yeah. Um, Bill Russell, I like he was at this. I think he was at the the. I had a dream speech. He was in the crowd or... Yeah, some... I believe. But, like, that was his time. They 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 lived through that. Uh-huh. They spoke on that because that's what they was feeling at the time. It wasn't... I agree. They wasn't... Um, not shunned, but they wasn't, like, told not to by powers to be or whatnot. Now it's... Shut up and dribble. Yeah, shut up and dribble. Like, now it's like, okay, control, like watch what you're saying a, li- a lot of times these athletes are now controlled by con like contractual obligations right mm. there's only so much it's, it's so much things they can say and because they're not just representing themselves they're representing who sponsors them who endorses them so yeah it's they may want to say more but they may be tied to certain things mm. but my thing is though would Jordan be granted the freedom he's granted without a Bill Russell? Would any black person of course not. be granted Definitely. the same thing without Jackie Robinson? Of course not. Ash. Definitely not. Would we have the Williams sisters without Arthur Ash and all those guys? No, of course no. not. Definitely not. So, I mean, like, even though, you know, you feel like, okay, that's not my takes to speak of, you should at least like, okay, I respect what you did for me in a way. So, I mean... But I still respect Jordan for making it global and everything and bringing out. And I think I think that's from around the world for it. It's and I guess Jordan example is is a lot harder to evaluate than everybody else because to Kadero's point, like the main issue is in terms of marketing and branding. Mm. So every athlete is essentially his own brand representing a larger brand. Mm. But I think the case with Jordan is completely different because I think Jordan was or. At this point, probably still is the brand for the NBA. Yeah, I globally. Agree. So, like, 
him having a quote unquote longer leash wasn't I don't even think I think it was just I think that's a smart business. Yeah. Like instead of trying to rope in the person that's taking your sport, mm-hmm. your organization, like the National Basketball Association onto that next level, allowing you to be able to, you know, generate more revenue, like you're not gonna tell him to relax. Even if he was as a, even if he was as outspoken as LeBron. I agree. I don't think you're gonna pull him back because no. That hurts your brand in the future. Yeah. And now everybody else that comes behind him is like, hey, you're not Jordan, so you can't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, it's interesting because you see, you see people being kind of cherry-picked as to who they want to represent what. And I hate to bring it up because I, I really, really hate to bring it up. But we look at the Dallas Cowboys because the, the Cowboys in and of itself is a brand. I am on record as a Cowboys fan saying, I believe my team is more worried about staying relevant for money wise and actually winning. I mean, to be fair, they are the number one brand in sports. And you have <laughs> a black quarterback that represents them, which is a very precarious position to be in. Like it's 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 it's, it's just He's the it, first person to be thrown under the bus. Yeah. And it's it's, <laughs> it's just strange. And I think we, we, we have this through just about every sport. Like because we're putting in a position where we are the minority as black people, like whenever we decide to step out and be greatness, is always that earnest or that expectation that you are bigger than what you want to do. But you don't see that in every other job. Say if mm-hmm. you're like the top accountant in your firm, they're not going to allow you to just sit down and you're allowed to sit down, do your job, collect your money and go home. But as soon as that spotlight is on you as an athlete, you can't just do your job anymore. It's like... No. The weight of my problems as a regular black person is now on your shoulders, and is it a fair expectation? Like I think that's uh, that's I think that's the hard question. Is it fair to put it on their shoulders? Um, I'd say for I guess going back to Jordan, I mean he was it was put on his shoulders. He succeeded, so I mean going back to what we said about Patrick Mahomes and all the freaks that come about, they're just like okay, if we calling you the freak. We expect this and stuff like that. So it's kind of strange, but it shouldn't be that way because it's not realistic. But because even LeBron coming out from high school, there's like, you know, if you ain't like not even just all of him, if you ain't one of the greatest, your career is a failure, right? Yeah. That's what they tell him coming out of high school, bro. Because he decided to go. <laughs> like, what? Like, is, I don't know, like, is, is, I think it's all about managing expectations and there's is just certain again back to you know the future episode with Craig Walking we speak about tropes and you know the demographics um it goes back to that <laughs> it's like even though this is real life like there there's expected to be these these tropes like these stereotypes like the story that has to be behind it like you have to come from like a rugged background where you have to climb and claw and rake out of the mud. And I think that's why, like Kadero mentioned, Jay, people like Jalen Hurts get a bit of flack because mm. they would have had a quote-unquote normal upbringing. And it's like, black, but you ain't black. Like Patrick Mahomes has yeah. been yeah. whitewashed. He, can't, he yeah. black, but he, he ain't black. You. you know he what I mean? You. you could speak proper English? Like it's you hard. know math? Right. It's, it, <laughs> it, 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 no longer, it no longer becomes sensationalized the self. Yeah. So it's like even when you do your job and you do your job well, like it's not enough. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. 
but that's interesting because even going off of that, like Israel Adesanya said their best. I mean, Jordan globalized basketball, and I feel like we have pretty much a sleeping giant in the entire continent of Africa right now. We have a lot of talent growing there. We have Joel and B coming over there. We have Adesanya. We have Nganu. And we have Uzmanu with three champions all at one time. And what is the fundamental trope of Africa? We feel like everybody's struggling, everybody's starving. Nobody even getting anywhere. All their goal gone and that's just what it is. You but, have to go in and dig and scrape and find that one diamond in the rough that, that nuggets <laughs> that that no other country has when Africa as a continent has just been pumping See. out talent after talent after talent. That's what they like say, bro. Doesn't, like I said, it doesn't sell. How much of us have I've seen um, commercials? Oh, dialing this one hundred, this one eight hundred number. Oh, you, every call, um, five dollars. Someone like you could feed a kid mm-hmm. or something like that. No. Everyone, everyone to see that exactly. Everyone, everyone wants to see it. Everyone wants that pity story. Like people want that pity story and not like thinking that hey, this, these are actual. This is an actual country with actual people who are actually you know, yes, um, some of them may not be doing well, but that's not a hundred percent of them. Yeah, they don't like the show. Like when people, like, type of when people come to the Bahamas, right? right? When people started. come to Bahamas, it's like started. it's like oh, <laughs> you live where we um, I live where you vacation. That whole that whole um, mantra. But you live in a hut, bro. <laughs> that whole mantra. Everyone think it's paradise. Yes, it is paradise, but like it isn't a hundred percent of what you see all the time. So yeah. it's what sells. What mm. what sells is usually what is shown. Yeah, because yeah, Nassau is a walking dichotomy, but it is it is. It is very interesting um, just driving the streets of Nassau and you can literally cross a light and see two completely different demographics. Yeah. Fox. And is I'm not talking like a drive. It's literally you can take 10 steps and literally. you're in a completely different neighborhood. Literally. It's, it's scary, man. But just, just, just to kind of lighten it up a bit and bring it back to sports, like, you have people from here, like, I guess they, like, and they try to make it seem like there there isn't talent or it's hard or, like, everybody, like, has to come over the mud. But we've not saw the Bahamas in general. Very small island nation has done extremely well in terms of athletics. Like, we have people like Sean A. Willow, Milawibo, um, congratulations. It's like, she's now pregnant. Congratulations to her. Um, like, who have just done amazing things. We have Jazz Chisholm. Mm-hmm. We have Buddy Heal. MLB cover. Ooh, that MLB cover is sick, bro. Yeah, but nice. That MLB cover is sick. So, like, we, as much as, and this is, and I think this is part of the problem because this is Black History Month. And again, plugging the you know, Sandbar episode, like, a lot of the things that they tend to want us to portray about our history is almost always the negative, it's always the bad. But there's so much good to celebrate, bro. Like, I, there's so much. I do want to say this, though. You know, I always feel like, you know, the world is mine. I, everybody says that all the time. Everybody's saying, you know, God made this world for you. And so I'm like, but so I got to get a passport and all that stuff. I go travel all over the place. <laughs> this mine, bro. But anyways, 
being more nationalistic, I, I would say. I feel like we have the advantage over a lot of people globally, bro. We only have a couple of rocks in the middle of the ocean. We have, you know, we have some of the race history and all that stuff too, but it's only a couple of us, bro. Only a couple of us on a couple of rocks. So we usually figure out a way to make it work together. Sure, we do foolishness, whatever. But we always, we always find a way. But then it's just like, we can come together. We can understand people more. So when we go other places globally, we are more equipped than, than, most. <laughs> than most people. So when it comes to us performing on a world stage, it's like, but. I had to face worse than this at home. So when it comes to the world stage, you it's very easy. And then you have Bayman's backing you. Maybe when you was first starting off, Bayman's be like, wait, where you going, buddy? What you think you're doing, buddy? Because maybe they had their dreams dash or they just know how it is for a lot of people who try to achieve that. But when you actually get there, but ain't nobody talking bad about you, wait. But him is gonna defend you to the to death, wait. <laughs> they can be like, wait, what is this boy talking to this boy, wait? <laughs> so when you get there, it's like, wait, it is what it is, wait. So I feel like we have the advantage over pretty much everybody. So even like what I was gonna talk, I was gonna talk about the kid from Life Key was in the national spelling bee that time. But you think I care if he white, black, or Indian, or whatever. You been him, bro. So, <laughs> but you better go win that. But I ain't care if you going against whoever. I don't care if it Miss Universe going against Aphrodite. But she can win, but <laughs> so, <laughs> that's just what it is. But hey, but the Bahamas, the Bahamas has a very big advantage over a lot of people. And I don't feel like we realize that a lot of the time. So, even in Jamaica, same thing. Almost, almost the same thing because. You were the fastest man ever lived right there. And then you have a whole group of him who could Falling run behind. Who probably, yeah, who could just destroy anybody on the track. And then you just have it just coming up to where it's like, bro, we continue to grow, continue to grow. And it's just greatness pouring over. And I think that's, that's I think that's the, f- the funny thing about Black History Month. Because they, they, people like to make it about Okay, we went through slavery, all the like they really like to harpen on all the hardships. Yeah, but Black history is literally still being made today. Black exactly. history is every history. Black history is history at this point. Like there's there are things that are still happening now, and just to like to the Bahamian point, like where we always rally and cheer for our it own. Don't matter like, what you are, bro. As long as you behave, you straight. <laughs> like we could do, we could even look at the World Cup example. People who don't watch soccer don't know anything cheering for France because Mbappe black. That's it. Like, that's all, like, Eli, that's all they knew. Eli. Like, Mbappe is black. We want France to win. Eli. Like, and I think stuff like that, it, it's beautiful because you have the support of those that just look like you because looking like you, you almost automatically have some inclination no matter your Man. background, no matter yeah. how, how, no matter how whitewashed you were. Me and you might not talk to see him. Like, I may be speaking to you in the most Queen's etiquette English that is out there. I will enunciate every bit and piece of the words that I will speak to you. Or I come to you talking like, boy, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm still like the way I be in mash. But <laughs> if we meet each other in a certain demographic, like when it's just you and I that look alike, like there's always that 
that that bond that stick together you know what i mean like mm. we have to look out for each other and i think that's the essence of black history month and i think that's why we see the trailblazers like the bill russells and the jesse owens like mm. when they start to make their move they almost always try to bring somebody else with them and i think that's what yeah. we need to start doing like we just, we just gotta fo- we gotta start celebrating more than we we kind of hop on not saying to neglect the past because without understanding your past you're doomed to repeat it but yeah. i think we we need to kind of shift the focus to celebrating because there's a lot there's a lot of good that's happening man yeah i agree and even with that oh that was a bit heavier than i expected that to be <laughs> no, <man. laughs> that's the nature of it as, as it should be Go. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. I was gonna talk about the surprise. Oh, on the right side of the world. Cause even with all this greatness, we have even some shocks like even come up from time to time, like we said. Jordan globalized the game, so it's like you even see Jeremy Lin on the court. Like that's the last thing anybody would ever expect Ew. to see. You see Yao Ming. <laughs> You expect Yao Ming. No, you Yao didn't. Ming, no, seven no, feet, no, bro. No one expected Yao Ming. He's like, he's seven feet. He's seven feet. When Yao Ming first stepped on the court, everybody was like, huh? Y'all exist? Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. Genetic is made in a lab. Had to be, bro. Right. So, I mean, even that was a shock that y'all don't want to admit it, but game for black excellence, if we be real. It's the influence. <laughs> you have Otani there. It's Otani there with Ojaki Robinson. It's Ichiro yeah. Suzuki there with Ojaki Robinson. Like, yeah, let's just be yeah. fair about it, bro. Let's just celebrate it, right? Yeah, because you have to. And someone has to infiltrate. As, as bad as it sounds, someone always has to infiltrate it the way that's just not pretty. I'm telling you. So I mean, like, like we say, what happened in the Bahamas? If you just mesh together, because you know that hey, wait, it's only us on this <laughs> this place. We might as well. Just figure it out and move on, mate. Like, come on, mate. Like, it, it don't need to be this hot. <laughs> it, really, <laughs> it really don't. It really doesn't, man. Like I said, I think it's just, it's just, it's, it's great to see. Like, I, I love February. I love, I hate the fact that Black History Month is the statistically shortest month in the year, but that's a different story for a different day. I've already been canceled. I've been canceled again. Yeah, well, um, keep going. <laughs> keep going. But, like, this, this episode probably is going to be called Princess Cancels. <laughs> 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 I feel like that's something that was intentionally done, but it again you could you could flip it and you could turn it. It shows that even yeah. with the month, with twenty eight days, and maybe every four years we get twenty nine days. There's just so much excellence that we can show as a people, and I just think that that's it's beautiful. Month. But what we have to like, um, not like what we have to do is just expand it outside of the February. We have to. Like I say, it is a celebration. We can celebrate all year. It doesn't. We don't have to be confined to just February. Yes, we're more aware of it in February because it, it seems like a whole. Oh yeah, it's Black History Month. Oh, um, what y'all doing? Okay, y'all. It's just. It just seems like the media is like pushed so much of it. Then they want to sell it. Yeah, but it. Like I say, Black History is all history. So it, it's a celebration that can be done every single day. It's a celebration that can be done every day of the week. Every day, every week of the year, every week of the month, every month of the year. Yeah. 
All right, so as it is Black History Month, we ask that you continue to support Black people in all we do. And as we ask you to support Black people, we ask that you support the Fanatic Island this podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. I mean, why not? Just drop a like and make sure you drop the comments. If there's <laughs> anything that you think we can improve on, anything that you want to see, just let us know. Um, if you listen to any other audio platforms, don't forget to leave a five-star review and drop comments as well, man. We're responsive. We're here. You got Macario on my left. You got Kadero to my right. These guys are amazing, and it's just good to see. So, like I say, it's Black History Month, so support, you know, some local black, some local black men doing good with their lives, and, you know, check us out. Yeah, but man. Until next time, thank you guys, and, again, don't forget to subscribe. Yes, sir.